All right, here we are, September 6, 2019. Let's get out with the news. Here we go. Welcome to the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. Okay, let's start off with some safety stuff, okay? Let's see if we can adjust the microphone here. Oh, what a beautiful day. Winter's almost here. Get ready, drivers. Pretty soon, I think we're going to be doing an episode on what to do to get ready for winter. I think it's a very important topic. You know, talk about chains. We'll talk about food. We'll talk about... You know, preparation, uh, you know, get an idea, take those chains off, take a look at it, make sure they're all right. You know, they've been on there all summer long, you know, they might need some repair, uh, you know, stuff like that. You know, carry some extra food, carry some extra water in case the road gets closed down, shut down. We'll go into more depth on this in another episode. I think we'll just have a special episode just dedicated to winter driving. In fact, what I think I may do is get together with a bunch of the other drivers at work and start asking them, you know, little tips and tricks that they use and make sure I don't forget anything because, you know, I'm surrounded by a bunch of, you know, people that do the same thing I do, so why not take advantage of it? All right, so let's get on with the show. First off, the California Truck Association will join well over a dozen other states on October 19, 2019 to raise awareness of move-over laws. So basically what it is is the... the uh, uh, truck driver or tow truck industry is getting together and what they want to do is they want to make awareness you know it, it, this is obvious to me and it just blows me away if you see a tow truck or a cop or a fire truck or another driver or a car on a shoulder get over you don't know what they're doing maybe they're you know uh working on the car maybe they're you know walking around maybe the guy t- pulled over to take a leak i don't know but Pull over, get over, give those people some, some room. What if they're working on that thing and they slip and fall and they pull, you know, fall right in front of you. Why would you want to do that? Just pull over. It ain't a big deal. So, so far they got quite a few cities that are, uh, you know, that are going to join in on this. And, you know, the highlight ones are going to be Los Angeles, San Francisco and Cloverdale. Not sure where Cloverdale. And apparently we're losing a tow truck driver every six days, which is a, you know, pretty dangerous. And I've seen people won't even get over for a cop. So, you know, all I can say is just get over. You know, it's, it's not that complicated. I, I don't understand why anybody wouldn't get over. It's not a big deal. You know, do the right thing. Get over. Save someone's life. Save yourself a lot of paperwork. You know, do you really want to go and explain to somebody's family that you killed them? You killed their mother, father, son, whatever loved one, because you were too lazy to change lanes. You you were too lazy to change lanes. Now, on the other side, if you're on a shoulder and you're in a car, truck, whatever, 
hit your four ways, turn them damn four ways on. If you're in a big truck, put your triangles out, you know, do, do what you're supposed to do. You know, just do what you got to do. That's all I'm going to say there, but pull over. This is a pet peeve of mine. I've seen it all the time. I blew a steer, uh, not a steer tire. What did I do? I blew a, um, a compressor. I couldn't, I couldn't build up enough air to get rolling. I was on the shoulder. It was shocking to me how many people would not get over while I was on that shoulder. It was very unnerving. The service man came out, set up behind me. This is over on the I-76 in Denver, just before you get to Denver. He's working on it, but it's on the side of the truck. It's in the road because we can't move the truck. These people won't get over. So I get out of the truck, you know, and I grabbed my, um, you know, the flag, and I started waving it around. And, you know, it was amazing. When I looked people in the eye, they got over. When they thought nobody was looking at them, they just kept driving by. But I looked them right in the eye, and I made every one of them people pull over. It's a pet peeve. It's just, it's just a pet peeve of mine. I don't understand it. They'll do the right thing if you force them into it. That's what you need to do. All right, let's move on because we got some other stuff. Well, this one's a little weird to me. Okay, I don't get this at all. Now, you know, this one is just, uh, uh, you know, I got this off CDL Life. Okay, so, you know, check out CDL Life. Ashley, she does a lot of articles. They do a great job over there, okay? CDL Life is, you know, you know, it's they get a great app too. So go down to their app. You know, it's Android, iPhone, whatever. Anyway, new study shows excessive detention times are increasing, especially for female truckers. Now, what they're talking about here is you show up to the dock and they wait forever to get you unloaded or it takes all forever to unload. Now, I don't do unloading or loading, so I don't have to deal with this. But I don't understand. Why would it make a difference for male or female drivers? You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, are they making the women wait longer? That's so stupid. You know, these women are out here doing the same job that we are as men. You know, give them the respect that they deserve. It's a hard job. They don't need any extra grief. Okay. I, I just don't get it. Now, they're saying that the detention times have increased significantly. And uh, it says here, the study found on average women reported approximately 55% of their appointments being delayed due to the actions of personnel at a customer facility compared to 47% for men. Well, that's not a drastic increase, you know, but still, it's it's a lot. It says here, drivers of both genders reported a 27.4 increase in detention times of six or more hours. Six hours. I have done this in the past. That is not fun. And when you get on a dog and they're going to hold you, the first thing they're going to say is, you know, hey, how long is it going to take? And they're going to respond, well, it's going to be about two hours. If they say two hours, you're going to be there all day. Because when you come back in two hours and they haven't lifted a finger to get you unloaded, the first thing you're going to say is, uh, you know, hey, it's been two hours. How long is it? Well, it's going to be two hours. You know, I've been at one of those places. Uh, it was a box factory loaded up boxes. I got that 12-hour speech 12 times. I was there for over 24 hours. And uh, I was like, well, you know, what's it going to take? Well, it's going to take two hours. Well, generally two hours is leave me alone for two hours is what that means. Or... They'll give you the amount of time that their shift ends and the next shift begins if it's a 24-hour facility. You know, if they uh, if they say it's, you know, three or four hours or whatever, ask them, well, how long, you know, when do you guys have shift change? And if it's three or four hours, you know you're going to be there a lot longer because he's just passing the buck on to the next guy. So that's what that's all about. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're not getting paid by the hour, 
then you're getting stuck on the dock and they're not, you know, and that's going on. You know, it's time to move on, find another company or, or you know, find some other place to go because it just ain't friendly. All right. Let's go on to some really bad news. This one, this one sucks. Okay. This is that big I-70 pileup. All right. The truck driver and the I-70 pileup. This is again, Ashley wrote this, you know, CDL life. Great. I'm not affiliated with him. I don't know anything about these people. I just, I just use their, you know, I read the information they have. I think it's a great site and uh, their app is great. Like I said, anyway, truck driver and I-70 pileup and I steal in their articles to post here. So, you know, hopefully they don't come after me if I say nice things about them. <laughs> Ashley, I'm sure if you're a very nice person, Ashley, don't come after me. So anyway, truck driver and I-70 pileup wants to meet with the families of crash victims he's accused of killing. Now, this doesn't seem like too good an idea to me. He, you know, he looks like a fairly decent young man. I mean, there's nothing, you know, extraordinary about him, but, you know... You know, on September 3rd, a Colorado judge granted 23-year-old, 23-year-old truck driver, uh, Rogel Aguilera Menderoso, boy, I'll never be a news commenter being able to pronounce names like that, a month, um, one month continuance to allow his legal team more time to prepare his defense. His arrangement is now scheduled for October 10th. Now, people are going to really going to be watching this one. I mean, this guy was going down the hill in I-70. You know, going, oh, I was there like the day or two afterwards. Oh, my goodness. The carnage on that was just unbelievable. I'm really shocked this guy uh, even lived. But it looks like uh, Aguilera is facing 41 charges, including vehicular homicide for a crash that happened in slow traffic in Lakewood, Colorado, April 25th. The pileup ultimately involved 24 passenger vehicles and four semi-trucks. Four people were killed and two others were seriously injured in the pileup. You know, considering how much carnage was on that road, I was shocked that there wasn't more, you know, there was more uh, harm to people than there was. You know, I mean, four is enough, but oh my goodness, you know, that was, it was just unbelievable. They were, they were bringing in bulldozers and they were just scraping that stuff off the highway. So police have accused Aguilera of driving more than 85 miles an hour on a stretch of mountainous interstate where trucks are limited to 45 miles per hour. In video captured at the scene, Aguilera appears to bypass a runaway truck ramp on I-70. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you didn't see it. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, I don't know what the deal is on that. You know, uh, it's just crazy. He's he's uh he's he was, he's free on a four hundred thousand dollar bond. I'm really surprised they gave him that, and uh, and has he's been granted permission to leave the state of Colorado while he awaits trial. You know what? If this guy leaves, he ain't coming back. All right, that just ain't happening. But oh my goodness, you know to be going up and down that because that is a very hilly, stretchy road. To be going up and down that stretch of road at those speeds is just insane to me i i honestly i can't imagine it i just can't imagine how anybody could do that um maybe he lost his brakes i don't know what the full story is on that we've heard like a bunch of different things just just horrific but you know the sooner uh, i don't you know i don't know what's he gonna accomplish by meeting with these families you know i just don't uh I don't see what he's going to accomplish by this. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, this one ain't no good. 
Yeah, well, we're just on a sad sack news stories here. Oh, is it going to pull up? Come on. No. All right. CDL. Oh, here we go. Finally, after 10 clicks. All right. There we go. Police have identified a man who fatally shot, who was fatally shot to end a police pursuit in Ohio. All right. So that they went on a, now this is a two hour police chase. Apparently the guy's in a big truck. looks like he's in a bobtail from the photo. And, uh, they put him down. He was driving oncoming traffic and they put him down. So this is somewhere in Ohio. Hey, guy stole the truck, so it wasn't his truck. If you go to see it at life, there's some footage of it. I'm not going to watch that. Let's see where he started. Uh, he was over on US 30. Yeah, US 30 is the road that people use to bypass the I-80 because of the tolls. Well, he's going to steal the truck. I don't know why he's worried about the. No, it looks like you got a trailer. Looks like a flatbed, so I don't know. I didn't see the trailer in the original photo, but... So, over in Ohio, somebody stole a truck and they put him down. Well, that ain't no good. That just ain't no good at all. Well, let's see what we got next. Uh, da -da, da -da. Two truck drivers killed in Texas highway shooting spree. That's lovely. Okay, this one... This one's absolutely bizarre. Okay. Woman says trucker she met on a dating site kept her captive in his truck for over a month. Ladies, keep in mind, most of us truck drivers are very decent people. We do not do these kind of things. Um, I don't understand. You know, it's just crazy. So anyway, Iowa police said the 32-year-old base truck driver, James Scott Smith, has been arrested and charged with kidnapping in first degree. All right. Uh, wow. Some people are really lonely, I guess. Uh, it says here, Garrison, that's the woman, said that she had called 911 several times earlier on Saturday from the cab of the semi-truck as it was parked in a parking lot in Stewart. According to Adair County Dispatch, several 911 calls were received at approximately 9.50 a.m. that are believed to have been from Garrison. The caller did not speak directly to dispatcher and did not provide a location. Well, she's in the truck. Maybe she could. An Adair County uh, deputy responded to the area in the calls, but was unable to locate the exact location and source of the 911 calls. Well, I can understand how that was difficult. Stewart officers had not been notified of these initial calls and weren't, were unaware of the calls until they were dispatched to Garrison's 911 call from inside the Casey store at approximately 12.44 p.m. Wow. So they, uh, wow, this is just really creepy. You know, Garrison told police she met Smith on a dating website and that they agreed to meet at a Pennsylvania truck stop. Police obtained a search warrant. Evidence was discovered and seized from inside the cab of the truck. What, like tire up or something? Why would anybody, you know, I honestly, I just don't, this is my own thing here. I don't understand being with anybody that don't, don't want to be with you. Don't make no sense to me. There's lots of people out there. Take your time. Go meet some people. So anyway, that's what happened. Truck driver, woman, uh, Poor thing, a, a month held over a month. That's just creepy, creepy. All right, that don't make no sense to me. Just don't make no sense. All right, here we go. Let's go on. Let's go on to the next story. Uh, troopers say they're citing drivers for leaving behind absolutely disgusting trash. Well, guess what? this is in California. 
Apparently over in California, you throw out your uh, little, uh, you know, speedy bottles there. And uh, over there by Donner Pass Division, uh, you're going to get a ticket. And apparently they face it on the Facebook. Here's what they're saying. We were having a major problem with trucks parking on a freeway and leaving behind absolutely disgusting items of trash. Yes, that bottle is full of urine. And yes, the bags are full of human human waste. We were citing drivers for 21718 BC, non-emergency stop on a freeway and littering. Well, I don't know what that costs, but that's going to be a pretty penny. So all I can say is, uh, you know, throw away your trash. It ain't that big a deal. You know, it just, it just if you got to do the thing in the bottle, just take the bottle, set it to the side, and, uh, you know, just throw it away. It, just throw it away. It, it ain't a big deal. You know, you get to the next rest area, service plaza, truck stop, whatever, just throw it away. It ain't a big deal. All right. The FMS CSA, let's move on. FMS CSA expands hours of service regulations waiver to 10 states ahead of the hurricane. So basically during a hurricane, uh, they waive the hours of service rules to get people out. Now let's keep in mind here. There are drivers that when this Hurricane Dorian all started, they were still headed down into that area bringing relief supplies, plywood, water, whatever, for those folks down there. And I haven't talked to anybody yet that's done that. If anybody's done that, please give me a call. You'll find the phone number in the show notes. But what it comes down to is that, you know, the, the Fed said, hey, you know, we're not going to enforce our service rules. I know you guys are in a timeline. You know, we don't want you stuck in this thing, you know, because of, you know, you're out of hours. You know, you ran out of hours, so you got flooded and you died. No, they were smart about this one. So, you know, they, you know, they lift, they expand the hour service regulations waiver to 10 states. Which basically means screw the hours of service, get that shit down there, and get on. All right, here we go. Let's move on. Well, this is a big one. Heartland Express acquires Wisconsin Carrier for $150 million. Well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, there's so much consolidation right now. Uh, Heartland Express announced the acquisition of Black River Falls, Wisconsin-based Millis Transfer Incorporated and related companies for approximately $150 million including the payoff of some assumed debt. The purchase was made entirely in cash, except for 750000 in Heartland stock. And it says here, Millis employs approximately 840, 840 drivers. Well, that's better than them closing, I guess. So more consolidation in the industry. The bigger carriers get bigger, and another one bites the dust. Well, at least they didn't go out of business, so... It's something. I don't know. It's just uh, too much consolidation. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Livestock hauler refuses to stop for vegan. Everything's CDL life today. You know, I didn't have much news in the in the wire, so I'm going with this. Livestock hauler refuses to stop for vegan protester blocking road. The protester says that truck driver was fined almost $800. Well, apparently, the article doesn't say where she's at. Uh, let's see. No, no, it doesn't say. But apparently, anyway, what's going on is, that, you know, these vegan protesters are protesting in front of this uh, cattle, you know, pig slaughter place. And uh, the driver said, by the way, the driver has a really nice truck. Driver, if you hear this, you have a beautiful truck. He, um, he had a nice Peterbilt. Anyway, he just said, doses. And he just kept driving. He probably just inched forward. I highly doubt he did much more than that. Now she's crying. Oh, I'm broke. I'm physically and mentally 
you know, injured. This may be an injury I have for life. It terrifies me. Well, you know what? If you are worried about getting hurt, what were you doing standing in front of a moving truck? All right. That man got work to do. He ain't got time to be playing with you. You, know, you want to protest, stand to the side. You want to block the highway. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I just don't know what to say about that. It's not good um, no matter what, but, you know, why would you do that? Why would you do that? It, I, I just don't understand that. I have sympathy for in a way, but not so much. All right. Just not so much. I just don't get it. You know, don't, <laughs> don't do that. All right. You know, just don't do that. You know, all right, let's move on. You know, sometimes these people, all right, I just don't get it. You know, people are crazy. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Third, let's see what another city life story. God, we're just full of these today. Uh, all right. Some of the hardest things to deal with as a truck driver, 13 things. Uh, number one, New York traffic. Two, being away from home. Uh, three, driving small towns. Four, the waiting game. Uh, waiting for mudslide. Uh, learning to back. Well, I didn't think backing was all that hard. Uh, driving in the mountains and backing up. How to deal with these uh, cars. <laughs> oh, basically driving. Here's a, Here's my list. Uh, they have their own list. I got my own list. Here's the hardest thing about driving in a truck. Being away from the house. You know, being away from the house is just the worst thing possible. You know, to me, it's... Um, I just don't think... You know, to me, it's... Uh, you know, it's the worst thing possible. But, you know, what are you going to do? You know, it's how I make my money. It's what I do. And I'm actually quite good at it. So, I just don't want to, uh, you know, I just don't want else I do. But being away from home, for me, is the hardest thing. So, I'll just leave it at that. All right, let's see what else we got here. And let's go to railroad. Railroad news. All right. Let's see here. Customers, okay. Amtrak offers 35% discount in honor of Grandparents Day. Uh, customers can receive a discount on travel throughout the country with a 35% off sale according to Grandparents Day, giving customers a gift of experience and memories that can be uh, kept for a lifetime. You know, I'd love to do one of these Amtrak trips. Amtrak wants to show how much they love grandparents by offering a great way for customers to travel for a getaway and a leisurely start. Starting September 6th through September 9th, Customers receive a 35% discount for national travel between uh, for nationwide travel between October 1st and February 2nd, 2020. So that's October 1st, 2019 to February 2nd, 2020. Well, that seemed, you know, that seemed pretty good. Now let's see. The sale is available at Amtrak.com and all prices will be automatically discount from the standard fare. Special prices include during a sale offer as follows. Well, you want to go to, oh, check this out. Boston to New York, $39. Boston, D.C., 73 Chicago to Denver, $69. That doesn't seem too bad. Chicago to Denver. Huh. I wonder how long that one takes. Maybe I'll do it just for fun. 
Chicago to New Orleans, $79. Chicago to Kansas City, $45. Hmm. Morton, New York to Atlanta. Sacramento to Bakersfield, Seattle. Chicago's not too far from me. So anyway, they got a bunch of fares. You know, they're making good deals. Seattle, Los Angeles, $81. Uh, Chicago to St. Louis, $20. Oh, $20. Chicago to St. Louis. You know, I might just do that. I might just do that for the heck of it next year. Just just take the train down to, uh, you know. Anyway, go to Amtrak's site. They'll give you the information, uh, you know, and that's, you know, pretty much all there is for that. All right. Now, here's something fun. The Union Pacific Big Boy, which y'all know I'm a big fan of, you know, that's number uh, number 4014 locomotive, concludes 150th anniversary celebration with great lace across. Uh, let me try that again. Great with a great race across the Southwest. All right. Oh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Now, uh, number fourteen will leave the steam shop in Cheyenne, September uh, steam shop in Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming, September twenty seventh for the race across the Southwest, making brief whistle stops in communities along its route from Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Kansas, Missouri, Nevada, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. At this time, only the October tour dates are available. However, the full schedule is expected to be released at Upstream prior to you know that's Upstream.com. Oh, UP stream. Yeah, so upstream.com prior to September 27th tour launch. Number 4014 will be on display in the following cities. If you get a chance, you got to see this thing. She's a beast. Okay, just a beast. Okay, October uh, 2nd and the 3rd, Provo, Utah. October 7th, Las Vegas, Nevada. October 10th and 11th, Greater Los Angeles area. Uh, it's probably going to be like over there in. Um, Bloomington or something or, you know, Pomona area. I'm just guessing. It doesn't say October 18th, Tucson, Arizona, October 21st and 22nd, El Paso, Texas. So, you know, you get a chance. Uh, it is definitely, definitely worth going to. I'll put the, the, in the show notes, I'll put the, uh, the address for this. If you want to go check it out. I've seen it twice this year. I got lucky. It's just an amazing, just an amazing piece of machinery. All right, let's see what else we got. Do we have any car news? Well, let's go with maritime. Oh, we have no maritime news today. Well, since we don't know anything about shipping and rail. I want to know more. Anybody does that, let me know. I'm still uh, working on uh, doing some video on my ferry ride across uh, the uh, canal there. But uh, it should be interesting. All right, this one's kind of interesting. All right, <laughs> check this out. Man parked car. He got one of them smart cars. He parked a smart car in his kitchen to keep it from blowing away because of the tornado. All right. I mean, <laughs> that's not a car if you worry about it blowing away. All right. Here's another one. Oh, these are winners. You know, things just get better and better over here, right? You know, you just got to wonder about this. Oh, we don't want that playing. Okay, here we go. Oh, we clicked on the wrong rank link. Oh, of course we clicked on the wrong link. Why wouldn't we pick on the wrong link? Oh, boy. Tesla driver reportedly using autopilot when he hit fire truck. So some idiot ran into a fire truck, 
like those are hard to see. I'm looking at the photo, and his car is embedded in the rear of the the red, the bright red fire truck. How embarrassing would that be? Ugh, who would do that? Why would anybody want to do that? All right, let's move on. That's just shocking to me. All right, now it looks like uh, most new cars will become will come with. You know, uh, backseat warning that you got kids in the backseat. Uh, you know, I don't really, I don't really get that. It's, you know, just, I don't understand how anybody can forget the kid in the backseat. It's not something I've ever done. I guess it'll warn you of dogs too. I don't know how that's going to happen, but it looks like most cars starting in 2020 are going to start having that. And it says the list of approaching participating automakers has grown to 20 automakers that make up 98% of new vehicles sold. The only major automaker not participating is Tesla. Well, they can't afford to have kids. You know, they got that expensive Tesla. So, I don't know. Just don't leave your kids in the car. Please. You know, don't leave your dogs in the car either. It's just not right. That just doesn't seem right to me at all. All right, here we go. Colorado Racetrack, largest burnout world record claim denied by Guinness. A total of 178, 170 cars performed a simultaneous burnout at the KBPI Rock and Roll Car Show in Colorado, but they all forgot to do one thing. You know what they forgot to do? They forgot to call Guinness, you know, the Guinness Book of World Records, and pay for them to have one of their representatives show up to witness the damn thing. And even though they got this thing on video, and I'm looking at the photo. It's beautiful. Just look up long, uh, longest car drive ever. And, uh, you know, it's the biggest burnout. And you'll see that it, it did happen. But Guinness, you know, they refused it. Because why? Because they didn't get their payout for doing it. That's why. At least that's what these guys are saying. So, that being said, that's all we got today. Not too much on the, on the, re, on the, on the uh, ooh, what we got? We wrote something down important. No, I guess not. Oh, nice. Okay. So anyway, it's kind of interesting. So what a day. So, oh, yes, I almost forgot. Well, Feedblog put out the uh, top 20 podcasts for trucking. And we made the top 20. We're number 11. That's right. We are number 11 in trucking podcasts. Why? I don't know. Most of the other ones have been doing it for a long time, so that's a pretty good accomplishment. Um, I'm going to have to go check out some of their shows and see what they got going on. But, you know, we're just having fun, and uh, we got no ads. If you see an ad, that's not put out by me. If you, not, at least I don't have any ads yet. If you see an ad, that is, what what is that? You know, an ad, it's just, uh, it might be, um, you know, something that the, uh, you know, the whatever iPhone thing your iCatcher or iPod player you're using is put out. That has nothing to do with me. So I may mention some things here and there that I use, but I will never ever promote anything that I don't use. If I don't use it, it ain't going in there. Like I like I had one like uh, you know, during the winter episode I'll promote some things that I think make life a lot easier during the winter. But you know, it's a whole butt, but there's the butts, too many butts, too much butts and swallowing. I got to work on that. But anyway, you know, I'll mention some things, but I'm not getting anything from it. If I do, I'll let you know, you know, if I get a, if I'm getting some kind of kick or something, some affiliate program, I'll let you know. 
because uh, but I will never ever promote anything that I don't believe in. In fact, a trucking company just offered to advertise in their show, and what they wanted was uh, me to advertise their show. Well, what these guys didn't realize was is that uh, 18 years ago they wrongfully terminated me. <laughs> they don't know who I am. And they just see the name Kingfish, and they, they see the show picking up popularity. And they thought they're going to advertise on the show. I said, no, I, I, no way. I ain't going to promote these guys. I would never work for them again. You know, I know what liars they are and cheats, and, and I'm, I would never put anybody through that. So I will not promote for them, no. I'm not going to get into who they are, but I'm sure y'all can figure it out. But anyway... uh you know, that's <laughs> my God. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to have to pass on this one because I don't, you know, they, and they wanted me to read it. They wanted me to read the ad. I was like, oh man, no way I'm doing that. I just can't do that. It ain't happening. That just ain't happening. So anyway, life is good. And, uh, oh, I looked away from the mic. I have to see how that sounds. Life is good and we're on our way. I got to go do some stuff, get ready for work. Got to go to Portland tomorrow. New bid will be ended soon. I'll put up the polar steps miles next week. We'll see what we're up to for this bid. And then pretty soon, uh, hopefully we'll get a Bloomington, Denver, which is Chicago, California, Chicago, Denver, or Chicago. Really exciting stuff. So anyway, I hope everybody's having a great day. And we're number 11. Let's get, let's get to number 10. Let's knock that guy out in the 10th place. I think we can do it. Of course, I'm not really sure how they judge all that, but that's all right. We'll take them down. You know, the Kingfish Army. We're just going to swim upstream and take these people out one at a time. All right. And uh, like I said, I'm working on doing an episode on the car ferries going across Lake Michigan. I want to do more of that. I want to try to do something like that a couple times a year, maybe. Um, oh, I didn't know. Um, geez, I should put a jar up here. Every time I say an um or ooh and ah, I put a dollar in a jar and my wife gets a new purse. Oh, oh, she'd like that, wouldn't she? Anyway, what I'm thinking of, um, we took the Lake Express Ferry across. It was a two-hour trip across Lake Michigan. They don't have big trucks in there, just cars, vans, motorcycles. It was about two hours. It was really nice. On the way back, I'll be putting some video up on that. So if you get, if your player doesn't play the video, you can go to the, the YouTube. But I got to edit some of that down because it was, it just, too much information so i'm going to cut it down and then on the way back we took the ss badger which is the last coal-fired steamship in america yeah that you heard me last coal-fired steamship that was amazing it was a four-hour trip and it was a lot of fun that thing is huge i mean it was plenty outside area to sit relax it's rained on the way back but other than that it was no big deal but it was a pretty comfortable ride. I recommend it. I might do that again next year. And now the Badger, now remember the first one, the Lake Express, the fast one, only had cars, trucks, and uh, motorcycles. The Badger had uh, cars, trucks, RVs, motorcycles, and oversize. They had a lot of oversize. In fact, they were, um, yeah, they were running that. Ooh, let's get a drink of water here real quick. All right, there's your swallow for you. There's another dollar for the purse jar for the wife. All right. On the way back, they had these oversized trucks. It was the columns for the for the windmills, the big, huge columns. It was, you know, I don't know how many were in the parking lot. There was quite a few. Now, I'd love, I, you know, they loaded them up before I got there, so I didn't get to see them load up. I wish I would have. But these things were just huge. And I don't know how many were on each truck. But, you know, this thing was originally designed to carry 30 uh, rail, you know, boxcars. 
you know, heavily loaded boxcars, you know, they didn't before they converted to a car ferry. So it can handle the freight, no problem. Yes, the amazing. You know, just a beautiful, beautiful piece of machinery. You know, it was built in like 1950 something. Anyway, I'll, I'll do an episode on it. Um, I'm not ready to do it yet. I haven't got all the information yet. And uh, when I do, uh, you know, I got to pull some numbers up, length, width, height, and all that good stuff. And I got to get some sound from the trip. Hopefully, I got some that I can use because I just thought it was an amazing journey. You know, there's a lot of people on there. There were some people watching TV, though. I didn't understand that. They was on this big, huge ship in the middle of Lake Michigan, and they were watching TV. Why would you do that? Why would you watch TV? You know, they weren't seeing what was around them. I just don't understand that. So, anyway, that's all I got. I hope you all have a beautiful day. You can hear the intro music. Well, you can't hear it just yet, but it will be on there in a second. And uh, have a beautiful day. Safe driving, people. Winter's coming. Time to get ready. <laughs>